the Golden State Warriors are playing the best brand of basketball without a doubt since the We Believe run, and all of a sudden they are an unselfish, team-first, defensive-driven basketball team, and I think it's because of some of the decisions and players that they brought in to do the things that this team didn't do before, and Jared Jack is among them, and for the first time he joins us here on the Damon Bruce Show. Jared, thank you very much. How are you, man? I'm good, man. Telling this plane about to uh, head to LA in a little bit. How do you feel about playing a team two games in a row? I I don't like the NBA back to back. I really don't. Um, I mean it has good and bad points. Obviously, it's a, you can be familiar uh, with the schemes that the team is throwing at you. Um, but it's always tough to beat a team twice. Um, now we're going back into that building, so it's going to be definitely a tougher task for us. But I think we're up for the challenge. I tell you, all of a sudden, it looks like your team is being coached by a point guard because I I haven't seen a team share the ball, make the extra pass, uh, certainly not a warrior team as much as this team has. It looks like you're being coached by a point guard who preaches sharing the basketball. Yeah, I think I think he preaches it, and uh, you know that's something that all of us kind of bring to the table as well. You know, um, he just preaches on us being aggressive, playing instinctive basketball, and uh, we just kind of branch off that. You know, if you open, shoot it. If not, we make the extra pass, and we like to see one another score. So, um, you know, we have a, a selfless uh, type attitude on this team, and it's regardless, we don't care who gets the credit, who scores the pass, as long as we come out with the W's. Uh, Jarrett Jack, the Golden State Warriors, joining us after after a, a fantastic win last night. You know, you, you've been around the NBA for a while. You played in a great uh, college program as well. You have played in a lot of great rockin' gyms and arenas in your day. There's something awfully special special over at Oracle, is there not? Uh, tremendous. You know, um, for, for, for the fans to really buy into, you know, this organization, not just this year, but years prior, um, it's just an incredible thing. You know, um, that's definitely a luxury that these guys definitely shouldn't take lightly. Um, coming out, playing in front of a, a packed building every night is definitely not the norm uh, in the NBA. You know, regardless of the opponent, regardless of the day, regardless of the time, we know we're going to have an incredible six-man, and I definitely want to thank the fans for the uh, continued support with us. I'll tell you, the only chink in the armor right now seems to be turning the ball over a little bit more than you'd want, and obviously a very active Clipper backcourt to meet the very active warrior backcourt. Lots of turnovers both ways last night. What are you, Steph, and Clay, since it's more your responsibility maybe than anyone else's, doing to cut back on warrior turnovers? Well, that was actually one of the bright sides. Um, me individually, you know, assessing the game, being that we could score 115 points and still turn the ball over uh, way too high for our liking. You know what I mean? So I was like, man, that doesn't even show how, how good of a game we played yesterday. And obviously there are some things we got to clean up as far as taking care of the basketball. You know, they're a very active uh, bunch on defense, and we know we want to keep them out of ball games. We definitely got to take care of the basketball. You know, whenever we turn off the ball, that allows them to get out and transition and do the high-flying dunks and the thing that kind of get the momentum swinging in their favor. Jarrett Jack of the Golden State Warriors joining us on the Damon Bruce Show. Second in the NBA right now in, in rebounding at 46.1 per game. Second in the NBA in field goal percentage defensively. Third in the NBA on three-point defense. Take me through a defensive half of practice. What do you guys work on when you're, when, when, when you're preaching defense in practice? Uh, well, first and foremost, the, 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 the one constant that we try to keep going is, is effort. You know what I mean? I mean, without you can have the best scheme in the world, but if you don't have the effort and the guys are going to bust their tails, you know, to, to, to do the assignment, then it's not going to work. And, 
you know, we just try to read and react. You know, we've been put in these situations many, many times, most of us, and being able to see it and read and react on the fly is kind of the thing that, you know, we've adopted the most. You know, I, I got to tell you, Jared, I loved your Georgia Tech team. I, I love point guard play. I really do. I'm a huge college basketball fan. I went to Indiana, and I love college hoops. Uh, between Mark Price and Stephon Marbury and you, who's going to be the next great Georgia Tech point guard in, in, in the NBA, man? I'm not sure. Um, you know, we, we've had a coaching change as of late. Um, Brian Gregory is now the head guy. You know, when I was there, it was Coach Hewitt. Um, You know, he's definitely – putting his own uh, individual spin on the program at the moment. I know it's going to be a process of us getting back to being one of the elite teams in the country. So, you know, hopefully sooner than later, but, you know, I'll be waiting patiently with you. Hey, I know that you got to get running and get on an airplane and head down to L.A. here in just a little bit, but tell me about the relationship you have with Mark Jackson, both being point guards. Uh, do you feel that you're, um, even though you're probably – playing for one of the least experienced coaches that you've played for in your career have maybe a, a, as good a relationship as you've ever had a coach in your career? Uh, without a doubt. You know, he's a guy that, that definitely um, is very relatable, uh, very personable. Um, and, you know, him, he's you know not too far removed from being a player himself. He still, you know, understands today's game, today's players. And uh, I think he does a great job of going over and beyond of having a relationship with, with one through 15 players on the team. When's the last time you talked to Floyd Mayweather? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a minute, man, since Miami. <laughs> hey, look, uh, this is so much fun to watch. I think it is uh, a, 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 a just it's such a refreshing warrior basketball team. It's been a lot of lean years, and I think that it's starting to get thick around here because of the additions of you and Carl Landry and Harrison Barnes, and then there's this big Australian guy who could be coming. Can you talk about Andrew Bogut and, and how he stays connected with the team as he goes through his rehab? I mean, he's been tremendous for us all season. Obviously, he hasn't been able to get out on the court you know, as much as he or we would have liked. Um, but, you know, we, we're not rushing him. We understand that these injuries are a process to get back playing at a certain type of level. And he's done a great job of being a, 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 a leadership fixture in the locker room for, you know, Festus uh, in particular helping them uh, deal with these big guys that we, we have to face up against every year, I mean, uh, every game. And Andrew has just been great, man, not just with Festus, but also having a leadership role with a bunch of other guys as well. Do you feel that you're playing the best basketball of your career? Um, I mean, I, I guess. I mean, it's, it's the best I've played, especially being in the situation as to where, you know, we are uh, amongst the top teams in the league. You know, I haven't been in a situation where we've been – on a roll this early, you know, um, and it's refreshing to go out there and be playing for something, so to speak. And, uh, you know, we don't want to kind of drink too much of our own Kool-Aid or pat ourselves on the back too much. We just want to continue to be a hungry ball club, a blue collar ball, ball club that we've been showing all season and just kind of keep growing. Keep making that extra pass. Keep being the unselfish team, and I, I, I see good things coming for the Golden State Warriors this season. Jarrett, first time we've had the pleasure of, of meeting you. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Happy New Year to you and yours, and good luck down in L.A. Likewise. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much, Jarrett Jack of the Golden State Warriors. Very happy that that happened.